0: For the first time in seven seasons, we finally have ourselves a first-time champion. The Toronto Blue Jays have run the league since we've switched over to OOTP 21. They won the championship in 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, made the SES two years prior. And in order to win the Skyline Cup Series this year, you had to take down... The big bad Blue Jays. Everyone, welcome the 2026 Skyline champion of the Virginia Black Bears, Alberto Luque. How you doing, Alberto?
1: Hey man, thanks for having me. It's uh, very exciting to be thank here you with for,
0: you. Thank you for finally taking down the big bad Blue Jays. Um, let's let's start with that series. So the Blue Jays go up 2-0. Uh, they won both of those games relatively handily, uh, if my memory serves. Uh, correct, let's go back and look at that. Yeah, it was a, oh well not handily. It was a 3 0 shutout win in game one and then a two or and then a two one win there in game two. So you go you come back to Virginia down two. What are you thinking? Are you thinking well, we win in Virginia, that's what matters. As long as we can win our games in Virginia, maybe take one in game six or game seven. We're set is that what you're thinking going in, or are you thinking, well, I'm screwed?
1: And I actually uh, I remember uh, telling you to make uh, one change for me and you were like I don't think you're, I mean, I don't think it's going to do anything for you, but I can.
0: <laughs> I did. I did tell yeah. you
1: that. And I remember I was working out and and I was just telling my wife, like, well, I'm just going to follow the game while I'm working out because I'm, I'm not very optimistic. But uh, game one was like, OK, I cannot hit uh, Mercado. It was, uh, but game two, we were putting up a fight and and it's like well maybe you know if we win a couple games i mean we can make a series of this but i wasn't really expecting like my my season at that point was you know to get past uh the orioles and i was happy with that
0: (laughs) you you got you got out of the atlantic You, you, you swept the braves you beat the orioles in five and then you get here you get to game one Mercado goes eight innings, strikes out nine, gives up two hits. The very next game, Wayne LeVette goes up, goes eight innings, gives up one run on two hits with 11 strikeouts. Chris Reinders gets the save in both of those games. Then we go back to Virginia, take the lead in game four, immediately in, uh, in, the, in the fourth inning, immediately give it back with a four-run fifth, then tie the game up. Tony Avery hit a big two-run home run in the sixth. You held on there. It took game three, seven, six to show, hey, we can we can hold on, and we get to game four. It's Ken Hansen on the mound, and he had you locked up. It was Ken Hansen versus Nick Allen. Allen's lone good postseason start. He got beat up. Uh, we'll talk about Nick Allen a little more in a bit here, but Ken Ken Hansen has a has a good outing. Nine strikeouts, no earned in six innings. You get a run off of Miguel Jimenez in the ninth, in the eighth to make it a one run game, and then Chris Rayders comes in. And he has been – he's been downright unhittable in his five years – in his six years in the league. Excuse me, a 2-5 ERA, 179 saves, 17 Ks per nine, five walks per nine, one home run per nine, a FIP below three. And in his three postseasons before this, he'd given up a total of six earned runs in 30 innings. So you got to be going into this thinking, well, Rangers in, this game's over. And uh... what do you know?
1: Well, that's when my wife left uh, left home with the puppies because she said I was, like, scaring them. So, <laughs> I was constantly texting her on WhatsApp because, it, you know, she actually enjoys me enjoying this shit. And, <laughs> and, you know, she knows everybody on the podcast. Like, she sometimes, like, you know, uh, will listen to, like, a, a few stretches of it. And and I was like, oh, oh my God, I just can't believe it. So, I wasn't taking anything for granted. Like every at bat was like, "Come on, let's go!" Like I, uh, you know, like we have nothing to lose. I'm, I'm still, you know, uh, now after a few days, you know, um, uh, seeing from afar, uh, you know, it, that was the best chance any team uh, uh, could have had of beating Toronto was this season because. Um, you know, they traded so many good players away because they had to retool. I don't think we beat them when they were in their prime at all. This wouldn't have happened last season or two, uh, sorry, two years, two years ago or three years ago. So I'm not going to just go up and say, you know, that we were, (laughs) we, we got lucky.
0: All I know is Toronto won 103 games. The sixth consecutive season, they've won 100-plus. Since 2014, they have won 12 North titles. That's 12 out of a possible 13. This is, the, this is still a dynasty. You beat Toronto during their dynastic run.
1: Yeah, but it was, uh, this was the window.
0: This, yes this, I I don't think anyone was beating Toronto last year maybe not the year before this was still a quality Toronto team when, um, I, when I, I
1: saw them when I saw them uh, excuse me Jake when I saw yeah. them uh trading uh you know the uh the, the pitcher they sent to Baltimore I I that, that's why I got Javier Martinez because I have mm-hmm. I mean like I have a few money and I need another big bat uh I remember JP saying well if Martinez doesn't hit in canton yards he's not going to hit in virginia but uh there was nothing else better to do with the money and yep. whatever he does he's a lefty playing virginia and if he goes on the road and plays in philly dc and and baltimore you know a few other games and also you know toronto is a hitter spark um so you know that that was the reason like this is my best chance mm-hmm. like uh if i ever have a chance to beat, uh, you know, to go win the title, it's going to be this. So that's why I go, you know, even uh, when I traded for Whitehead, we, you know, who didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my, you know, that was why I did it because, you know, everybody's got lefties and I needed the righty that could play defense on first base with Franklin Sacking on defense. But, uh, you know, like it, Toronto was just too good the pre, the previous uh three, four seasons, so you know, had to take a chance and it it worked, but I still don't know how because <laughs> being honest, I mean <laughs> it was everything in the eighth or ninth, it was yep. pinch hitter after pinch hitter after pinch hitter.
0: It was all and against Rangers It was some of your some of your weaker hitters, like Edgar Gamboa going yard. He is a fine catcher but he split time between triple a and the majors this year he had under 200 last year in a full season he had a great postseason he goes yard against rangers there in game four and then toby mule mal however you want to pronounce that your weakest hitter it's a triple off of him to then get driven in by rick franklin then all of a sudden this game this series is tied at three or this series is tied at two and you're right in the thick of it
1: uh, yeah yeah absolutely um it was the the bottom of the order and and it's funny because uh, this says says a lot of you know how this is a uh, crapshoot because i actually tr- uh, tried to trade uh, away gamboa uh, at the beginning of the season because remember we started pretty bad Giving up runs and runs and runs against uh, Miami, Washington, all those teams. And I'm like, this guy has 50 catcher ability, so I'm just going to trade away. Because, you know, people will appreciate like a good hidden mm-hmm. um, left-handed catcher. Nobody, nobody beat. So I kept it. And then, you know, after a few weeks in Triple I'm like, well, at least I'm just going to grab some offense if I call him up. So... I mean, playoffs are a crapshoot. I, I mean, otherwise uh, teams like the Braves would, you know, have way more titles or have a title at least because you know they play the matchups and all that stuff. I didn't do anything special in the playoffs other than, you know, uh, timely hitting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the bullpen was great too. which – that, I mean, you can actually. Um, you can actually have uh, uh, an input in that. because, you know, you 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 play the roles in the bullpen mm-hmm. and yep. and and all that stuff. But you know, my the bottom of my order hidden, um, total disclosure like that. I don't, I didn't do anything of that. You know what I mean? Uh, like I yeah. understand and, it's a crap
0: shit. And so I want I want to go. I do want to go back to that series. So then so then that takes us to game five. Again, you get Mercado again, who destroyed you in game one. You get an early lead off of him. You end up giving up some runs in the sixth. Ryan Condra went the distance. I love Ryan Condra. He is a stamina hold runner. He's 80-80 lefty. He doesn't have the sexiest ratings, but he puts up numbers. And then that gets, again, you're down by one going into the ninth. And your leadoff man is Toby Mule. a lefty. You pinch hit for him. With Mercado being a lefty, he didn't start Martinez, so he's able to come off the bench there. He draws a walk. He gets on. And then this little known guy had a 1.4 war last year, 1.7 war this year. A good, not great hitter who is by far the best postseason hitter on this team, comes up with one on and one out, Robert Rosario. And with one swing of the bat, he gives you the lead and gives you the series lead. Going back to Toronto, can you speak a little, little bit about Robert Rosario, a former seventh-round draft pick of Virginia?
1: Uh, that's another guy that I sent down to AAA because I don't know shit about what I'm doing, and uh, and then I call him up and he was he was pretty good, but uh, I mean, uh, last two postseasons he's been amazing. He's been amazing, and that's another guy who. Um, uh, you know, just like uh, defense. Uh, he's got, I think, like 30 turn double players, something like that, but he's pretty good on defense for for third base. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's funny because um, he was 45 for my scout two years ago. Last season was 50 overall, so that's why I kept him <laughs> in, the big, in the big league club. Mm-hmm. And then this, I mean, this offseason he's up to 55, so I don't know, maybe he's just like he, he's not—he's not nothing special, but he's been awesome in the playoffs. And every time he came up, I—I I had a feeling that you know it was my best chance because uh, I didn't have that feeling when Avery or Sparrow were up there, which is funny, right? Because when yeah, you're, it is. Because because when uh, Rivera was uh, up for the for the I was scared to death. Like whenever he walked, I was relieved because I didn't want him to put the ball in play. <laughs> So it was it was like uh, Barry Bones uh, esky, you know, like you rather just walk him and, and mm-hmm. forget about him because he's a monster like and and Sparrow and, and Avery didn't give me the same uh, feeling. And yep. they should because, I mean, they're pretty good players, they're pretty good hairs, they mm-hmm. have uh, pretty good seasons, but it was just the bottom of, of the order. And, and Rosario was then, again, huge in the, in the SCS as well. So, I mean, that guy gets his number retired in Virginia.
0: <laughs> and Robert Rosario not only hit the pinch hit home run to put you guys ahead in uh, the regional championship series, but he, he did something even more impressive uh, that we'll get to a little later on as we traverse through your, your postseason run. So you, you beat Toronto. You beat Rangers for the second straight game. You head back to Toronto, up three games too. You just need to win one. Are you feeling confident going back to Toronto after taking games three, four, and five? You're thinking, well, these were three one-run wins. Two of them were in the ninth. Our luck is run out.
1: Uh, I didn't I – was, I was scared. I was scared because, um, uh, you know, it's true that we're pretty good at home but we're pedestrian on the road mm-hmm. and the blue just are just loaded and uh you know I was like well if if he gets like say two or three runs early on it's gonna be I mean it's gonna be good because that usually means you know we uh, I don't know what, what I don't know who, who uh was pitching for me? I don't remember. It was Storty.
0: It was Storty going game. uh, It was Storty versus Levesque.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, yeah, I was confident in Storty, but uh, uh, I think um, I was... I'm I'm trying to remember how it felt, but I was like... I I think I was just shaking like, oh my god, I just want to get done with this because it's not good for my heart. (laughs) Um, But I wasn't expecting any kind of... um, I was just trying not to get too high or too low.
0: So it, that was this was a bat. This was a very very good back and forth game. Both teams scored three in the fourth. It was tied going into the seventh. Toronto put up two in the seventh there on a Matt Reed two run home run off of who had been previously unhittable in the in the postseason all season pretty much. Leo Angelis. Um, and then we get to the ninth. Rangers comes on the mound to start the ninth. Virginia down two, and then Chris Rangers does something. I had never seen before in my life, and I will never see again in my life. He walks the first batter. He walks the second batter. He then gets a fielder's choice. So there's runners on first and third with one away, and then another walk to load the bases, and then a strikeout. There are two outs, bases loaded, Blue Jays leading by four, and then a walk, Black Bear's down by a run, and then a walk. Black Bear's done – Or it's tied now. That was uh, that was 10 straight balls thrown by Reinders. Le- it was a 2-2 counter. Martinez, two straight balls to walk him. Four-pitch walk to Rosario. Four-pitch walk to Cabo. Now the game, game is tied. Gamboa comes up. Base is still loaded. Passed ball run comes in. And then a two-run single after Rangers gets pulled. He gives up seven earned on no hits and six walks. I have never seen that happen in my life. I I called it. I was announcing it as it happened. I still didn't know what was going on.
1: Ah uh, that was crazy. I actually replayed that game on tweets for my wife. <laughs> it sounded like you won't believe what it just happened. It was it just amazing because I mean uh Toronto actually out hit me twelve to seven. They did. Like but they you, didn't deserve. They didn't deserve to lose that game. But
0: you drew nine walks.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I also strike out like seventeen times.
0: Everyone does that against uh, against Toronto.
1: It's it, it was just a, a really. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know what his manager did there because. It's I'm a, pretty
0: sure his manager retired after the season. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure that I'm pretty sure that happened I wanna
1: y- y- yeah that's that's the difference because, because uh you know Madrigal came back for the um well came in for the uh, for the uh uh bottom of the ninth and he struck out the side yep and, and it's amazing because you go you go see reindeers um ratings and and other than controls pretty good but uh these seasons it's true that it's uh, a little bit higher like 6.5. Oof. Now that I, I actually see it, it's uh, almost understandable because he's got a 9.2 walks per nine against lefties this season.
0: I I don't know what to make of this man. I'm convinced that stuff is not 80; it's something like 100 or 105. Um, the way he strikes out the world, but yeah, that walks per nine is is career 6.1 as opposed to lefty, a much more manageable four. So it's it's very interesting there. Uh, with Rangers, of course, we ran into him back in 2023 when when we made this Skyline Cup series against Toronto, and and he just had our number the entire time.
1: Well, I mean, but I mean, he's pretty good,
0: obviously. Oh yes, he's he is. Good. He is one of the best best relievers in baseball that just so happened to have the worst three game stretch of his career at the wrong time.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I I mean. You gotta see who uh, who is wrong with walks, but it, it's pretty much, I think, what wh- it was om- almost everybody was a lefty like um, Gamboa, Ray, um, Aaron Jackson, Avery. Yeah, I, I, I
0: yeah, so it was that, Ray, a switch hitter who's hitting lefty, Jackson, a lefty, Avery, a lefty, Martinez, a lefty, Rosario, a lefty, Cabo was the lone righty that drew a walk.
1: Yeah, like and then Gamboa,
0: were, a lefty, although that was would, a um a uh, intentional walk, but still, I mean, just yeah, un, I, that was unreal to watch unfold. And then you beat Toronto, you beat Toronto in six in one of the most unfathomable way ever. And you faced Texas, and the first three games of that series, it was not close. Brian Webb had the game of his life there in game one. He went the distance, you guys won five nothing. you come to game four, you put up an eight spot in the third, you went 14 to three. That was probably the most runs you've scored all year because you guys were very much a pitching centric team. and then you get to game three another 10 five victory. and this series looks like it's over and it takes like no no no, not so much. They take game <laughs> four. Now they went down three to one. They shut you out in game three Alex Montan uh, uh, Ryan Fuller. Ryan Green, a combined shutout. We get back to Virginia, and they jump all over you, which was not expected going back to Virginia. Oh,
1: that that game was crazy. I was watching uh, from work, and I was just, you know, I had the, uh, I had my phone next to the, um, to the teal, and I was, you know, uh, just trying to work at the same time. I was just telling the, you know, uh, my, you know, one of the guys that works with me. I'm like. Uh, you know like hey just give me like two minutes to just adjust yep. just this. because it man it's like they're streaming one of these you know games that I play and it's like oh my god I was I was getting really not depressed because at the end of the day it's just one game but yeah. man it was so it's close frustrating and is so, what it
0: is. it's frustrating yeah, because
1: it, it just felt like if I didn't you know if I hadn't won already it was going to go Texas way Because it's like, you know, they had all the momentum, Um, you know, uh, the Rangers are never the best team, but they were so well managed. Like Matt is one of the uh, one of the managers I admire the most because he always, you know, he's always doing something that, you know, like that team never got the same body in order. He was always trying to, you know, get whatever edge he could. And it shows because uh first three games they couldn't score and I was scoring a ton of uh runs and then the next three okay, game four was a bit I I didn't watch that game because I, I just fell asleep at the, the after the first inning <laughs> on the couch. And but you know, the other two games, we couldn't score a league against them and they were just, you know, playing really well. You can tell they adjusted. Like and of course last time um they beat Toronto in the SCS You you could tell, I mean, Matt is one of the uh, greatest managers in Sky. And I felt like we're dropping game six. This is it. I think it's going to go Texas way. I was really fearing it's going to because they had all the momentum and and they proved they could adjust and, and beat me at home.
0: And it looked that way early in game seven when Steven Register hit a three run home run to put Texas on top. Virginia did add two there. Uh, in the fourth, uh, Javier Martinez hit a two run home run. He finally uh, showed up in that series. He had been relatively quiet. Joe Sparrow hit a home run in the sixth to tie it up. And the biggest game, the biggest part of this game for you was the bullpen. Angeles, Daniels, uh, Neria, and Madrigal combined for four innings, no hits, one walk, five strikeouts. They faced one above the minimum in four innings, and that's what kept you in this ballgame.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they they were they were very good and and they've been in all season um keeps gives uh, out his ratings but he's pretty good uh, he's never he's never been the best closer because he he gives us uh, he gives up a lot of traffic but he's so good um you, you know he's got an 80 in nickel curve and and Daniels uh, didn't have his best season, but
0: I mean the, um, the team bullpen. The team bullpen had a 2.98 ERA. It was a sub three bullpen for your ERA through the regular through the regular season, second best in the East, and I, that's yeah. that's fantastic. And
1: we uh we didn't have a lot of injuries this season. Like I cannot just you know say that we were unlucky with injuries because that that's not true. But the few injuries that we had were in the bullpen and uh leo angeles only pits 20 innings and it was everything in september pretty much and uh he was he was uh he was a a a key part of of the uh, of the play of su- uh, su- success because we don't i mean we had a lot of lefties but we don't have a righty like him that most teams have and he's so good because he's he doesn't walk a lot of batters, and he's got you know three uh, 70 pitches, which is, I guess plus plus at least, and and he's great because he can pitch in the sixth, he can pitch in the seventh, he can pitch in the eight, in the eighth.
0: I mean the only, and, the only downside is that thirty five forty movement, which plays in Virginia,
1: and but which is why he's not a starter, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like uh, I mean I was scared to death uh, of playing him against the Orioles. That was like I don't want him to pitch against the Orioles. Like I remember against the um, in in the Orioles uh, series, he uh, I was like avoid high leverage because I didn't want him to face the Orioles in Camden. Mm-hmm. I mean in in 2024 and 2025 he gave up uh, north of 70 home runs, which,
0: which is, is a, a lot. lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but against uh. Texas is not, like, a huge uh, home-run team. So I felt like, well, I didn't do anything especially in the open for him. And But, you know, they, the it's just like uh, in real life the Orioles when they had, uh, you know, when they had Zach Britton playing so well and they had a guy for the sixth, a guy for the seventh, a guy for the eighth, mm-hmm. and then Zach Britton. It, it's been the same this season with – uh, Daniels, Neria, and Madrigal, and, and, it acts, and it was great. But it was in I mean, the game was decided like a, you know, like in, a, in the swing of a bat.
0: <laughs> and it was. We mentioned Robert Rosario earlier, and he won the series for you. A yeah. lead-off, walk-off home run there in the ninth off of Mike Tinney. It was an 0-2 pitch. Yeah. Put it 406 feet into the Virginia night. And just like that, the Virginia Black Bears. Skyline Cup champions how'd it feel
1: it felt awesome I was working I just had to I asked, I remember texting in the chat and I'm like well I have to actually get back to work but I'm gonna be a bit happier working right now <laughs> I was like you know when I get nervous I you know my my hands get really cold and they were like very cold because I was <laughs> like it was just this moment of like relief because um you know, there's. Um, I've been in this league for many years. This is a great league. Great. This is your. Um, th-
0: this was your 25th and a half year, I guess. Yeah. Or 26 and a half year.
1: Great. Uh, you know, I, I many of those guys in the league, I consider them friends because you know we've been in other leagues. We actually uh, chat, and and it's. Uh, there's a lot, and it was you know. But uh, when when the pandemic hit. I was in in the greatest um, moods, if you want to call it like that. I Got off the wrong food with um, with some guys in the in the chat. I was I was taken aback. Team sacked. I didn't know how to rebuild the team because it was the the last year. Or so Flores, um, you know, uh, it was it was, everybody wanted to trade for those guys. I didn't want to sell them low. Everybody was, and I was maybe i had to apologize to a few to a few guys i was you know i was moody and it was in greatest of times but you know i even talked to like mike i remember like hey i mean i'm 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 not enjoying the league right now like and he was like well maybe you should just um you know start from scratch sometimes because you need to just have fun well and and just you know watching the team getting 69 to 72 wins every year wasn't cutting it it's not fun
0: no that's not fun to watch.
1: i mean it was uh locked down in, in Spain. I couldn't leave the house and I couldn't do anything in the house because we had two very, very young puppies that couldn't let me you know, wouldn't let me do anything at all. My wife just moved from the United States, she didn't have a job and she was depressed as well because we it was it wasn't great and, and Sky wasn't wasn't fun for me. And I remember talking to other guys as well, like um D Reeds. Because you know, I also had this uh, feud with the old Marlins GM, and and after that, you know, uh, it it actually clicked uh, with a few guys, especially you know, me and and, and Dan Vegas and 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 well, Tarlo, I, I've known him from other leagues as well. Um, and, you know, they they actually helped me without them knowing and, of course, uh, to enjoy the league. And, and I think that's helped me build this team, you know, in a way, because uh, I actually uh, started enjoying uh, exporting and, and doing things for the team that uh, I wasn't doing before. And that, I think, led to the team being a bit better than it should have, because... If you go radiance by radiance, this team is not that mean. No, your, other your than- team
0: your team has been a uh, has been a point of conversation for many many people, especially the the aforementioned Nick Allen, who's had three consecutive great regular seasons. He struggled a bit in the postseason this year. I believe he struggled uh, last year in the postseason. He did. He he's not had much postseason success. He's had fantastic regular season success. In fact, I believe midway through it might have been 2024. He was a dark horse. Uh, Pitcher of the year candidate like these players don't don't pop out pop out at you toby mule is a is a fan favorite in atlanta uh for what he did i believe in that uh 2024 series um it's just a lot of guys that hit at the right time and play good defense and pretty much just allow soft contact
1: uh yeah and 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 the key, um, it, you know, uh, there's so many great GMs in this league. You you try to learn from the best. So I've I've learned from you know people uh, like um, um, Matt, Dustin, DeRitz, Amin. They all teach you some some things that you can just you know uh, take to to build your team better. For example, uh, I started you know investing in play development, which I wasn't a fan of. You know, early on because you know, Dustin was like, I always try to max out that budget. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, if this guy's winning so many games and I wanna build something that lasts, I have to. Because I was I remember my system has always been pretty bad. Pretty bad. Ever since, you know, uh since I can remember. And I wasn't a big platoon um matchup guy, but you know, the reach is actually, you know, the the profit of uh, 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 you know, home factors, and I was like, well, maybe I have to play to my strengths, which is my ballpark. Um, Amin was the guy. Was like, you know, you he he never goes for for broke. He always he's always playing the next move. You know, everybody's playing chess, and uh, sorry, everybody's playing checkers. They play chess. He's chess. <laughs> you you learn from those guys, you know. Um, Matt, like he. Uh, he uh, he's challenging the league, like playing uh, pitchers in different spots, um, doing things uh, differently. And and I think you you take a little bit, a nugget from each each one of them, you know, guys that are very good in this game. And and that's how you build your own team. You know, you take what's best for you. And I mean, I haven't done anything special. In in the sense that I I didn't do anything um, that hasn't been done before. Load them um, you know load up on lefties. That's something that if, you know listening to your to your guys' podcast you know you you've always talked about like you know how it's so hard to hit lefties in this specific um, league in Sky. So why not to take advantage of it? Because everybody underestimates a 45 guy. Well, maybe you get 45 lefties, and those guys look like a 55 because you know they're lefties, and they're so cheap, you know things like that. But you know, you that's why it's so great uh, you, that you guys take the time to to record a podcast, and and everybody takes the time to to say things on Slack because you actually learn, you actually learn. Because I don't, I mean, I'm in a ton of leagues, but I I'm not like somebody that spends 24 hours a day in a file you know so so i always try to read and 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 learn which is so that's why i always say that um you learn from the best and and all those guys and 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 there's so many great gms in sky you learn from them and and you you're not stubborn like uh i think i started Getting better when I stop being stubborn, which is mm-hmm. something hard to accept, but uh, I actually did. I understand why I was the uh, why I was voted the second biggest uh, pain in the ass to yep. trade with. <laughs> second <laughs> to yours, I, truly. Yeah, <laughs> I you know I I have to apologize because I wasn't you know in a great uh, moment of my life there, but you know you you stop being stubborn you. Accept that there are people that you know can uh, help you, in like in in a way, because they they say, well, you know, these guys play better in this way. These things are, you know, you can see them in this different angle and all that stuff. And that's how that's how the, the Virginia Blackbirds uh, won the league. They're um, you know, they're the product of a lot of uh, input from guys that are better than me at this game.
0: And um. I, I'd like to say that they might I, I don't think you give yourself enough credit it, it takes, you need to know who to listen to, when to listen to them, and how to implement what you learn that takes skill as well and you did that very well Oh
1: well I think everybody has uh, core beliefs when playing this game, when playing baseball uh, but I, but I didn't believe in defense before, 20 seasons ago I didn't, care, I didn't care at all about defense and now I'm you know if you don't play defense you can all play with this Mm. team i uh one thing that that's my first and i mean i don't care about power and Mm. i only care about gap if the guy's fast other than that i'm you know i'm very flexible and i adjust to you know wherever's there but and I also don't. I'm not like okay. I'll just go by Radiance. I I never do that. But other than that, um, I mean, at the end of the day, the uh, the uh, you're not actually playing the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so you're that's why. I do trying to put
0: the you're trying to put the best team out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But you know, see, I mean, uh, playoffs are a cop shoot. And I think my my team two two seasons uh, I think the uh, the team they, uh two seasons ago was way better than this one or played better than this one, for example. And in, we go to the playoffs and Atlanta just beats the shit out and and we're you know and we're mm-hmm. done. And then you're done. Just you, like you, that. You
0: win you win one you win one game in a five game series in a yeah. in a best of seven. Yeah. After yeah. leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, after almost uh, trying to set the record for most wins in a in a single season at 110, there you there were you neck go. and neck there with with Toronto all season.
1: There you um, go. That's why that's why you give credit to to guys like D. reach and Amin and and Dustin and you for a while. I know you just retool yeah, and all that stuff because you guys built something that lasted, which is so hard. It's so freaking hard.
0: Um, and, and all of us have luck. I mean, it takes you, you got you got you gotta have talent to supplement the guys that 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 might not have the ratings but but can succeed. And and you've got those guys, especially the top. And and you mentioned them, Avery and and Sparrow are two of the best players in the league right now. I mean, Joe Sparrow had a had a casual nine and a half war this year. If he was in the West, he would have run away with MVP.
1: And it's so funny because it it didn't seem like that. I mean. It, You know, you just uh, uh, seeing every game or looking at every box score, you it doesn't, you know, it doesn't strike you as he was having a a monster season. But then you go, oh, he's he's having a 163 OPS plus, he's got 18 stolen bases, and he's got uh, six triples and 40 home runs, and it's like, well, I don't, you know. It was, as you said, a casual, and and Avery didn't play. Um, he missed uh, I think say yeah twenty. He missed,
0: yeah, he missed forty. He missed about forty. Uh, about thirty games.
1: Yeah, and and Martinez wasn't playing great. Minshew started awfully.
0: Aaron Jackson wasn't any good this year. I mean, it oh, was. Yeah.
1: but I couldn't release him because he's the fan favorite. so. Yeah.
0: And I mean, Toby Mule finished third on your team in WAR. He had he had three and a half WAR OPSing 680. I mean, he had the yeah. best hitting season of his of his career.
1: And you know, uh, this is why it's luck. Uh, when I grabbed uh, Mule in the Rule Five draft, Rule Five was, from
0: Washington, a 430th yeah. 30th round draft pick I by was, Washington.
1: I tried like 40 times to uh, to get uh, Fritz to us. Uh, sell me his rights so I could send him down and Fritz was like oh we can't do that and I'm like we can't and then he goes dead and then try to talk uh to him again and he said I don't want him and that's like I I know you don't want him, but I want to send him down I'm gonna I want to send you something so I can send him down he never replied to that message at all uh, after that and and he stayed on the team and and look at that <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I mean, he came up—he came up big for the second time in in three post seasons. And, it, and it is incredible what what he's done.
1: And and that guy's feel like, I mean, because I mean, of course, he plays great defense, although he makes a, a ton of errors. But um, that was a guy I was trying just to you know to to sand down because I wasn't uh I wasn't very hopeful that he was uh, worth. Worth of a spot on the team, you know, he was worth it. So same with, uh you know, we were talking before about uh, about Gamboa. I was, I was, I sent Gamboa down. He was a starter for me last last season, but just, I was, he
0: wasn't that good. He he hit under the Mendoza line, hit about twenty home runs and in a hundred starts, but just wasn't anything worth writing home about.
1: Yeah, but he, you know, he was better than everything else that I had, and and you know, we started the season awfully, and I'm like, I'm blaming him for, you know, all the runs that we were giving up. So, and then I call up this guy that, you know, had 65 catching ability or something, or 70, I don't remember. And we were still bad. Yeah, and we were still bad, and I'm like, well, might as well just get some offense there. And he came up, and he was pretty good all season long, and especially in the playoffs, and should I take uh should i take any kind of um, uh pride in that i mean i didn't it, that was just lack. so it's it's a crapshoot most of the times because I, you got to admit that you don't know a lot of things and and that's i mean
0: unless you're it, jp because jp knows all um
1: I'm, I'm not a i'm not a pundit uh, with computers so i don't i don't know how to uh, you know like crack the code of the game but yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that I do believe in is contact is, um, is, you know, if, if there's no, if, if the hit tool is not there, anything else, I mean, nothing else matters. So that's why, you know, when, when Adam Barone was playing for me, he was a starter. That's why cable plays for me. Um, that's why, uh, I traded for Minshew. When, uh, you know, when we made this trade for uh, Cortez Valdez and because I'm targeting players that actually they can actually hit. Just same with uh, Rick Franklin in the Villanova trade.
0: You know, I love Rick Franklin.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, he's pretty good, but he was also sucking that. I was like, I'm not going to keep this guy in arbitration next year because he was he was pretty bad and he he you know. He came out alive in the second half of the season. But that's another guy that I have to admit, I don't know what I was doing because he was pretty bad. And I was like, I was ready to, uh, you know, just send him to triple A at some point because he was hitting under his OBS plus was under, like, I think 90 or something like that after a few months into the season. And and that was a guy that I you know, uh, finally said, well, his contact is there. He He's probably going to hit. But that's the guy I targeted specifically because he could hit. That's the only core belief that I have that uh, how I'm building this team. And that's the only thing I know. If contact, first and foremost, and if there's, I mean, if there's no hit tool, I don't care if power is like 80 Which is why after I traded for Pierucci, I don't know if you guys remember Pierucci. I, I remember this,
0: Jeff Perucci.
1: I kept updating the entire league, you know, like he was hitting four home runs every game in double A. And then I had to trade him to Texas because uh he wasn't he wasn't cutting it. Because he I didn't remember, I don't know if it was like thirty five or forty contact. That's just not it good. It wasn't
0: good is what it was. It yeah. was at his peak, it got up to forty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that was you see that. That's why when I was really I was very stubborn, I was just doing things. And, and then you 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 know, those kind of things humble me.
0: <laughs> is there uh, but before I let you go here, is there anything else you want to mention?
1: Well, I want to say that I'm very thankful for all the uh, all the work that you guys put on this league, you, Trent, and the reach, because that's what makes the league so fun and so exciting. I also want to thank Mike for keeping this league together. He was also very, you know, as I told him, he's one of the good guys. He's um he helped me a lot with uh, my league. He actually joined the league to help me out because I was, you know, I was really bad at recruiting before uh, and and everything he does with uh, for Sky is great. And and, you know, I also want to thank, um, as I said before, guys like Amin and Dan Vegas, because without them knowing it, I they made me realize this is just about having fun and 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 not about, you know, being right or being best or, you know or have a stick in your butt. So, and, and just that, uh, and also, you know, uh, I thank everybody for, for supporting me and rooting for my team in the playoffs. And, and, and just, you know, that, because that makes it even more fun and, and, and exciting when everybody, you know, is actually, uh, invested in some other leagues. You're just, it, the playoff stuff you know, feels like there's just four people watching, which is the four teams involved in the league. And this league's different, this league's special, and, and it's all because of you guys, especially you four, the uh, the podcast guys, and, and Mike. And just, you know, thank you again uh, to you, Jake, for having me on today, because it's uh, it's great to be able to, you know, tell my my side of the story as well.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a uh, a non-Mean champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Virginia Birdo. Thank you very much, Birdo. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.